Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Reckoning of the Dead has some great scenarios, and this is one of our favorites. The Hitchhiker was written by Noah Lloyd and Matt Ryan. I'm the Game Master, and this is our fifth version of this game. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> the date is Friday the 20th of May, 1983. You live in Douglas County on the far edge of the city of Lawrence, Kansas. But since the surrounding area is rural, it takes about 20 minutes to get into the city proper. Your aging farm is surrounded by lush green wheat fields as far as the eye can see, all of it an even two feet high. It's almost six o'clock, time for dinner. Your mother is busy in the kitchen. Your father is not yet home from his country inspector job. Your granny, Matilda, is sitting in her wheelchair at the end of the table, a small stream of saliva dripping from her left, the left side of her mouth. Granny had a stroke last year and has limited feeling in her left side. She can move her right side a little, but she can't talk coherently, and she needs to be helped with just about everything. So what are you kids up to? Um, let's start with uh, Heather. So Heather is walking around, just making sure that the table is set, that M&M isn't up to their usual shenanigans, and that they're helping set the table and clean up after themselves, because the boys always make a mess. So just keeping an eye on them and making sure they're not up to their usual shenanigans. Okay. So boys help set the table. Brian, what are you up to? Probably just walking into the dining room and I look over and I see Matt and Mark and I, I see Heather. And she's messing with Matt and Mark, but I, I go over and I poke both of them and I go, hey, good job. Keep messing with her. It's okay. And then I'll go by and uh, maybe give a slight peck on the forehead to uh, Granny, Granny Matilda. And then I'll just take my seat probably across from uh, Matt and Mark, the twins. Okay. Matt, Mark, what are the two of you up to? So we're setting the dinner table. Um, are we waiting for, for dad? You're still waiting for dad to get home. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to the room then. Yeah, I am. I'm going towards the... Uh, cabinet where the honey is kept um i'm taking the honey out of my pocket and trying to secretly put it up in there because i've been applying it's been a long boring day i've been applying honey to everybody's doorknobs the back side of them just to entertain myself yeah so i'm heading upstairs <laughs> to my room i think mark should do a stealth roll because okay. despite your pranks you live with these people and they know what sort of crap you get up, up to. <laughs> yeah, a good number of them are in this room currently. Uh, oh, oh, wait. Yeah, that's an 01. Ah, oh, well, you have mastered that skill. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly where the honey goes. I know when that, that, that cabinet door is going to creak when I open it and get it up in there. Heather and Brian, do um, spot hidden roles. 
No, I failed. Oh, fail by five. Okay. Um, so the two of you kind of are taking over as Mark and Matt can't seem to stay focused on the table. So they've both disappeared up the, the stairs, as far as you know. Um, Matt and Mark, you go up the stairs. What are you going to, what are you, what are you doing now? <laughs> We're going to go to the arsenal, which is what we've nicknamed the kind of hidey hole in our closet. We've cut away a bit of the wall to stash all of our good pranks. Okay. Yep. And we're going to pull out whoopee cushions, um, ass in a can. We're going to pull out uh, snap pops. Anything I'm missing, Mark? A uh, little, little bubble gum packets. Whenever you pull it out, you get a little roach on your finger. It's Friday night, so we're, all, we're going all out. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, I, do do an intelligence roll, both of you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's a pass for me. <laughs> I got a yeah. hundred. Okay. Well, Mark, you at least are aware that. Uh, dad is not exactly the most humorous fellow in the world. So pranks at the dinner table would not go over well. But before dinner, before he gets home, is probably a, would work better. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, Heather, um, as, as you're... You're finishing setting the table. Uh, the phone rings uh, in the hall. Got it. So I'll go up and pick up the phone. Hello, Holland residence. Heather speaking. Heather, it's Rick. Hey, Rick. Are, 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 are you coming tonight? I would like the other three players to remove their earphones for a few moments, and I'll give you the thumbs up when you can come back. Rick, I miss you. Heather, we're in trouble. What, 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 what do you mean, Rick? Oh, $500 is missing that I what? have to pay for the, the drugs. And You mean the, 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 the drugs in the barn? Yeah. And uh, the guy, uh, these people are not really the nicest people. We, um, I don't know what to do. I, I think that at least until we can find that money, we need to get out of town. But, so but what about your truck? Just, just give them your truck, Rick. I, I'm not getting even my truck. Look, look, meet me around midnight out by the silo in front of your house and um, I think we should get out of town. I, I, I can't just leave mom and dad and the boys and, and grandma. You know that. Well, how serious are you? Come on. We've, these people are bad people. We need to look, look, you need to meet me there. And we need to do something or figure something out. Okay. Like, come over. Come over and then we'll talk. But I, I can't just leave, you know. 
All right. Well, like I say, meet me around midnight at Bible Silo. Okay. Okay. Love you. Bye. So so Heather's a bit annoyed that he didn't say he loves her back, but yes. All right. Um, uh, uh, Brian, uh, do a a spot hidden roll. Uh, I'll change it to a listen roll. Failure. Okay. You didn't hear what Heather was saying on the phone, but she suddenly seems a little upset and uptight about something. You don't know what it is. Heather? Um, yeah, go ahead. Heather? You- yeah, yeah. What, 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 Brian? You okay? Who, who was that on the phone? Oh, that, uh, no, that was just Rick. He was saying, you know, he wants to go out tomorrow. And, you, you, you know, mom and daddy don't really like him that much. Yeah, I don't like him that much either. He, Why do you spend your time with him? He's, you just don't understand him, Brian. You're young. You just don't understand him. He's, I, I, I bet if you guys, you know, talk a little bit, you will understand why Rick is just great, Brian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and everybody says same thing about those jocks there at school. And I tell you what, I still want to pipe them up sometimes. I swear I won't smack that boy upside the head if he ever does anything to you. It'll be fine. I, I know you're being a good brother, Brian. It's going to be fine. I'm not I'm a good re- brother. I just don't like jerks. Same and that here. guy's a major jerk. Are we really having this discussion now with grandmother and mom right next door? You kids stop bickering and uh, finish setting the table and get your brothers. Yes, yes mama. All right, Brian, get the boys. I will finish setting the table and take uh, and get uh, grandmama ready. All right. All right, fine. So Brian's heading upstairs. Heather, you notice that mom this, this evening has seemed a little irritated. Um, more than usual. She keeps looking out the window. And. Uh, to, Everything to, all right, Mama? To see for your, she's like, oh, uh, everything is is fine. I just wish your father would get home. All right. Can um, I do a psych roll or something to to see if I can tell what's bothering me? Um, rather do a spot hidden roll. Okay. Uh, thirty three. I will. Sp- then eight points of luck to uh, spot it. Okay. What you notice is the there's a newspaper. Uh, you know, mom was reading it earlier, and you see a uh, an article on the front page uh, that says this. All right. So I'll read it. Quintuple homicide. Residents of Douglas County were shocked this morning to learn of a gruesome quintuple homicide near Lawrence. Pleasantville residents Keith and Faith Grant and their three children, Tommy, age 10, Mary Lou, age 7, and three-month-old baby Christy were tied up, brutalized, and murdered by what is believed to be a gang of escaped convicts. The perpetrators of this heinous crime are still at large. Residents and their neighbors are cautioned to be wary of any groups of suspicious-looking men. So... You can see that if mom read that, she's worried about dad getting home because 
that's not that far from you. <laughs> so, um, so I think I'll, you know, give her a hug, tell her everything will be fine. Um, and, you know, Daddy will, will be home in no time. So, Brian, as you get to the top of the stairs, you hear giggling. And uh, you uh, sneak up to the, the twins' bedroom door and peek inside, and you can see them gathering their uh, devices of evil. <laughs> let, me, let me have those snap pops. There's this new, new, new thing I want to try. Uh, I want to put them under Heather's toilet uh, seat. That way, when she sits down, they all, all pop and, and scare real bad. Oh, awesome. I was going to leave her a present. I'm going to put this ass in a can. I'm going to pour it in her uh, perfume for surprise oh, later. Yes, yes. What the hell are you two devils up to now? I mean, you made the deal with the devil, some playboys, and we, we torture Heather. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing what you paid us to do. Hey, if you're going to do something like that with the ass in the can, you should put it in her purse instead. I think it'll be more of a shock. Okay. Right, well, we're the professionals you hired, so... Let us well, do our job. Well, you know how much she loves that purse. She carries it around everywhere with her. It's like the first thing she grabs when she wakes up in the morning. Oh, then she'll be surprised to find some fake cockroaches in there. Yeah. And if we if we put the ass in a can in a perfume, she'll spray it on her neck. And whenever, yeah. you know, any boys go in there, it'll, it'll be just it'll be awful to smell. Mm-hmm. Hell, I'll tell you what, if you can get Rick next time and I mean, really get him, I'll throw in an extra special one with Pamela Anderson on front cover. A deal. Yeah. I mean, next time he's over, he he's he's getting the best we got to give. Look, look, mama's mama's calling you both down to the table. So come on, let's let's go get some supper. Okay. 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 I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Scurry across to Heather's room. I I kind of pass him the ass in the can to find her perfume. I'm gonna say it a you mark that I'm going to uh be a good boy and pick up the mail. For mom. Just, just yeah. as you uh just as you guys are, are saying that, mom yells from downstairs. You kids get down here now. Dad's in the driveway. Uh oh. All right. All right, we'll 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 get it later. Yeah, it, next yep. time. Come on, come on, let's let's go before Pa comes in. Your uh your father, um Paul Holland is a fairly big man, big strong fellow. Um, strong arms, strong legs, because he's worked on the farm his whole life. Um, you see the lights shining in through the kitchen window as he's uh, parking his car. You hear the door slam as you get to the table and you sort of get in your places to get ready. You hear the door slam and then you hear another door slam, which seems a little out of place. Um, you hear the steps on the front porch and the door opens and your father is standing there and uh, he comes inside and he takes off his hats and his hat. And uh, he says, you know, I'm home. Uh, we got a guest for dinner. And coming in behind him is a stranger and the stranger looks He's not well-dressed. He doesn't look like a city person. He looks like a, a country person, perhaps a bit of a vagabond. Um, 
a little ragged around the edges, uh, has a, a, you know, a little bit of facial hair, has a, a, a hood that uh, shades him from, you know, the overhead lights. Um, he steps inside. Your dad says, you know, you can hang your coat right there. And uh, the guy starts to take off his coat. Um, Mom looks livid. Uh, she's like, um, honey, uh, uh, you didn't tell me you were bringing anybody home. Dad says, well, uh, I met this poor fo- fellow on the road coming out here, and um, it looks like it's going to storm tonight. And he was, you know, on out on his luck. So uh, I figured we could uh, bring him home and give him a decent meal. And mom doesn't look very happy. Um, but, uh, once your dad has spoken, um, I'll, I'll quickly start setting another seat for, uh, for the guy. So you set a seat for the guy kind, kind of at the opposite end of where grandma is, because you're, you're pretty protective of grandma. Um, the guy doesn't say anything. He's silent. Um, uh, Dad moves towards the table, and he's like, uh, "What uh, uh, you boys are already good. Y'all wash your hands." Yes. Yes, yes Father. Yes, Dad. Yes, sir. All right. Um, so he takes his place, and he motions for the guy to take his place, which he does. The guy doesn't say anything, and he says, "You know." Um, Brian, you want to you want to give the the blessing? Yep. Of course, sir. Um, let's all bow our heads now. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, uh, uh, thank you for the food that's before us, and and thank you for bringing this lost soul to us this evening, and hopefully he will find his path along uh, along in your glory and. Just continue to watch over this family as well as Granny Matilda, and just just make sure that we prosper uh, for this next coming year. Amen. Amen. And uh, you sit down, and Mom starts uh, serving the food. Probably, uh, probably Heather helps. You know, passing it around. So. I would like you to all do spot hiddens. Ninety-seven. I ain't seeing anything. One. Uh, Forty. I, I pass. And I spend five points luck to make it an extreme. Uh, you don't need to. Okay. I got a hard then. Okay. So you guys are all you know, wary of this stranger. You don't get any bad smells, which is a good thing. Um, but this is really not like your father to pick up a stranger on the street, especially considering that about 15 miles down the road is the penitentiary. So it's not, you know, it's not a good idea to pick up strangers, but, uh, 
mom, you can tell mom feels that way too. Cause she's, you know, considering what's in the newspaper, uh, she's, uh, she's very wary. Um, uh, but dad just starts to eat in silence as does everybody else. Brian, you've got a really good role. You've got a number of one. Um, you notice that grandma seems not only wary, but um, somewhat upset. Like, who is this strange person at our table? Why is he here? Now, she's not altogether there, but she's not, she's not completely gone either. And, uh, oops, did we lose you? Oh, we lost you for a second there. Um, she, she suddenly starts to look very uncomfortable, like she wants to go. Maybe she has to go to the bathroom or, or something. You know, she can't really communicate very well. Um, a look of maybe even fear in her eyes for some strange reason. Um, I'm going to get up from my chair and walk over to granny, like get up to the side of her to where she's sitting and kind of get closer. And Gr- granny, are, are you okay? Do you need she's, something? She's just like moving like this. Like she wants to go to her room. Uh, Mark, Mark, if you know Granny's, you know not not okay. Do you want to take her to her room, or you you know you know Granny likes it best. Yeah, I I, I can take her to her room. I can uh, I can read her a little bit from one of her books and see if she she relaxes some. Do Do you need help, Mark? Do you want me to help push her into the room? Uh, no, I can I can get it. You can sit here and have dinner. I'll I'll take care of her and I'll I'll just be right back. Can I help too? Uh, mom says, you know, we're having dinner. Um, you, uh, Mark, take her to her room and uh, and come back. You know, finish your meat, finish your your food. Yes, ma'am. I'm so gonna I'm lean over and I'm gonna say, "What's your name, Mister?" Um, as soon as you do that, Dad says. Uh, Matt, stop bothering the, the guest. Okay, Dad. Um, the, guest, the guest looks up at you and he says, Chuck. So, Dad, how did you uh, meet uh, Mr. Chuck? Um, are we going to talk all through the meal or are we just going to eat? Dad says, uh, and he goes back to eating. So I get up and as I'm going around, uh, and I hear the name Chuck. I just kind of give a side side eye glance at Matt. Yeah, we look at each other, yeah. eyes wide open. I don't stop or anything, uh, but then I, I get I get Grandma and then you know start moving her towards her room. Okay. Can I try to charm Dad into a better mood, being you know Daddy's girl? Because he sounds more grouchy than normal. He is more grouchy than normal. You can you can try. Um, Mark, you, uh, you put grandma back in her room, um, and she kind of motions for you to put her over near her bookcase, uh, not in bed. And, uh, but she seems, she seems like she's a little in distress. 
though when you ask her, you know, if she's feeling bad or whatever, she she's not answering yes. She's, you know, she's just, she, maybe she just doesn't like strangers. Okay. Uh, yeah, I put her over by our books and, um, um, you know, reassure her, like, uh, as soon as I finish eating dinner, I'll come back and, and you know, we'll, 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 I'll read a story to you. Um, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll eat as quick as I can. And as soon as dad dis- dismisses me, I'll, I'll, I'll come right back. So I do that extreme from that charm. So I'm going full daddy's girl and like, daddy, are you all right? Blink, 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 blink. Heather, I'm not in the mood right now. All right, daddy. Um, I was thinking maybe our friend here could stay overnight. Your mom almost drops the food that she's, she's eating. Uh, and she says, what? And he says, we have a guest room upstairs. I think uh, we should put him up for the night. Well, I don't think that's such a great idea. And he says, yeah, we're, that's what we're going to do. We need to, to put him up for the night. Dad, I, Pa, I don't mean to disagree, but I, I mean, we, we don't know this man Quiet very boy. well. Dad, it's, I, it's our it's our Christian duty to help those in need. That's like the first time he's said anything like that. The most the most you do is say you know grace, but you haven't been to church in you know except maybe last uh, last Christmas. Dad, I, Paul, I, I mean say this, but like he could be a criminal. I, I I mean he could try and kill us in our sleep. That that's How do you enough, trust Brian. this? Person? Stop, stop, Brian. Just. Eat your food. Brian will go back and sit down in his chair and put his head down as he starts to eat the rest of his dinner. Is Brian seated next to me or is he seated next to um, the boys? Um, uh, whatever you want. <laughs> I'll assume Brian's uh, you know, seated next to me and I'll elbow him a little bit like, let's talk later. Okay, fine. All right. Um, so you finish your dinner, and uh, it's it's really it's only about seven o'clock. Um, and your dad says something very odd. He says, uh, "All right, you kids get cleaned up and go to bed, and uh, let's make up that uh, that room for him." And you kind of get the impression that mom wants you to go because. Dad and him are going to have a talk. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I start. I start to say, you know, but Dad, Grandma, and Mom. Like I see the look on Mom's face, and I just kind of hang my head and I say, uh, "Yes, sir," and start heading towards the stairs. Right. Yes, Dad. Mark, we need to have an emergency meeting. Yes, yes, to the arsenal. Yes, to the arsenal. Brian's just going to head upstairs. He's just kind of, he, he doesn't understand why his father dismissed him like that. And he feels like at his age, he should have a little bit more say. So he just kind of waves it off, starts heading up the stairs to his room. So as Heather finishes cleaning up, she's going to swipe the paper or at least the article from the table and then they'll walk up and knock on Brian's door. Brian. 
I go ahead and uh, crack open the door. What is it, Heather? Look at this. And I hand uh, Brian the, um, the law article. Mm-hmm. Open the door more and I take the article and I look at it. The hell? This, this isn't like daddy. It, it Like with things like this happening, why would daddy let anyone in the house? Especially the, the jail's like right down the, 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 the street. I, I, I don't know, Heather. I just, I don't know why he was so dismissive tonight. I, mom, don't, don't worry. Mom, mom will straighten him out. I, I, I know she will just, just be wary and maybe, maybe put something in front of your door tonight. All right. And, uh, okay. If we you have go to, to bed. Brian, you're, you know, you're, you're going to be, I mean, if, if daddy's not okay, you're, you're the man of the house. So well, I mean, I'll just charm whatever I need to, to, you know, boost Brian's ego up. I'll look, just, just go to your room. Let me see if I can sneak back downstairs and listen to what they're saying. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll talk to the boys too while while you do that. Okay, and I'll put the article back. Brian's Brian, gonna try to sneak back downstairs. Yeah, Brian, you don't even have to sneak downstairs. You get you get you're on the landing in front of the stairs, and you can hear them arguing. And uh, Dad is just basically saying, "Look, I'm the head of the house. I've made my decision. Uh, he's going to stay now. Get upstairs and you know make up the room for him. Uh, stop worrying." Uh, and she's, you know, she's, she's furious and, you know, she's afraid. Uh, but um, ultimately she, you suddenly hear her coming towards the stairs uh, to come upstairs and you are in the hallway. Brian um, is actually going to go ahead and step in the guest room and start probably helping set up things for the guest. Okay. So that way mom sees him doing that. Okay, the room is in pretty good array. Um, it just needs, you know, sheets on the bed and uh, a light dusting, if anything. So I step out and go to probably my bathroom that's connected to the twins' room. I'll grab like a sheet of toilet paper, maybe step back out. I'll go to what looks like the linen closet there, maybe grab the duster stuff that she keeps, and I'll head into the room and uh, start dusting. Uh, the the furniture and stuff like that, just to kind of get it somewhat clean. Okay. And your mother comes up and joins you. But before that happens, Heather, you said you were going to go to the boys' room. Yeah. So All I'm right. going to knock on the door and I'm going to go, All right, MMMs, you Jawas, we need to talk. Truce, we need to talk. We're having yeah. a secret meeting right now. You don't have to give us a minute. I slipped the article under the door. I'll grab uh, it and pull yeah, it under. Like, like hold, we're changing. Hold on, please. Yeah, we have our plastic army hats on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You read the article and see that. All right, soldier. If this is Chuck, then we got to do everything to protect this family. Right. Do you um, everything. Trust Heather. The walls are fairly thin too. So uh, yeah. Uh, Heather, you can do a lesson roll if you you've got your ear up against the door. <laughs> Let's see. 47 over 35. I just hear mom and um, I guess Brian talking. I hear nothing. All right. Maybe you hear Chuck. That's got a fairly strong. What do you boys know? Still changing. Nothing. You don't have the clearance. You have like two sets of clothes, Mark. And it's on Matt. 
then we're exchanging clothes. Well, don't do underwear this time. It's disgusting. Just get out of here, Heather. Fine, but just uh, boys. And then Heather just stomps off. Uh, so um, we're going to have a uh, secret conversation real quick. Uh, if the other two, I don't know if they need to take their. Yeah. yeah. You guys can remove your earphones. No. And we'll give you a thumbs up when you come back. Yeah. It's Chuck. Right, I'm on mute. It's it. It can't be that Chuck, right? It can't be. That that'd be too crazy. I I don't know, but we we gotta defend this family. I, I have a game plan, though. If you're right, but but if, but if he finds out we're the ones sending him the letters and like that, that can't be. It, it doesn't matter. It can't be that Chuck. No way. Know? There's How no way to come here. That's that's too big of a coincidence, right? Right. Right. I don't believe in coincidences, soldier. Okay. So you so you think you think that's him? It's got to be. Idea. Okay. Okay. The two of them. Um. I passed. Uh, also passed. Yeah. Fourteen-year-old boys aren't always the brightest. He's been sending you letters. He knows your address. Oh my God! It is Chuck. We addressed our letters. Yeah, he's got the address. Okay. Yes, we have to defend this house. I have a plan. Okay. All right. So once he's settled into the guest room, you put the whoopee cushions outside on the floor. So if he steps out, it's going to make a sound. And then right. I'm going to go out the the window onto the uh, the front porch roof and kind of look into his room. Awesome. I'm gonna okay. After I put the whoopee cushions down, I'm gonna go in the closet, and because that's that's his room, and just listen and see what's happening. We've been training all all of our lives for this moment. It's game time. Yes. To it is. Uh, to add an option to that, Matt, um, from the barn across the street with your spyglass, you can look right into that bedroom. Okay. I can. Although well, you we'll have see. climbed around on your roof, so yeah. I, I like to climb out. I would like to climb out so I can get in. We're probably done talking. Yeah. Do we um do we get everyone else in? Yeah, let them come back. Yeah. So Brian, uh, you uh, mom, uh, you know, thank you for. I don't know what's gotten into your father. Uh, he's never let strangers in this house before like this. I know, Maude. I don't get it either. I mean, he's always been strict with me about stuff, but this this just feels different. Oh, I uh, I told him that this person can't stay here, you know, more than if he's going to stay tonight, that's fine. But it's not fine. But you know what I mean? Um, he's got to go tomorrow. I don't care what the weather is. You're you're right, Ma. And I'll, I'll, I'll try to do and say what I can to Pa. I just... And I don't want you people, you, you kids talking to this man, this stranger. He's still a stranger. Okay. It, yes, ma'am. I, I promise I won't leave talk him to alone. Him. Okay. And make sure your brothers don't pull any weird practical jokes on this person. Oh. Okay, Ma. Uh, he's going to, as he's talking, or he's still kind of wiping stuff down. 
you don't think he's a criminal, do you? I hope not. I don't think so. I'd think that a criminal would be better dressed. I'll just, I'll make sure to keep my door open and I'll, I'll keep an eye on him for tonight. And if he does anything, I promise you, Ma, I'll make sure that he doesn't hurt any of you. She's she's pretty upset and angry, but you guys go ahead and uh, and finish making up the room. And uh, she says, "I'm going to uh, I'm going to bring him up and show him the room." So you go to your room, right? Maybe you kids lock your doors tonight. Yes, ma'am. I'll, right. I'll go check on the twins real quick before. Okay. I, so I she goes back that. down the stairs. And uh, as you come sort of around the corner, uh, you can see uh, Heather uh, was way, was uh, trying to gain access to the arsenal, unable to do so. But she's Heather's listening at off. the door. Trying to... <laughs> I'm stopping off and heading downstairs. You deal with the boys. You, Those chavas are nuts. Heather, we're supposed to go to our rooms. Paul catches you eight. going downstairs. It's eight at night on a Friday, Brian. Eight. Heather, I wish that you would listen to me more. I'm telling you, Paul is not right tonight. You need to go to your room. I'm going to go take care of Grandmama, and then I'll go to my room. All right, Brian? Grab her by the wrist. Heather, I'm not going to say it again. Paul told us to go to our rooms. Go to your room. Let go of my wrist now, Brian. You know what? Do whatever the hell you want. You do whatever you want with Rick all the time, and everyone knows at school that he's nothing more than a scumbag piece of shit. So just I, do. Go. We're go. not having this conversation. And then want, Heather just stomps off downstairs. Clunk, 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 clunk. I'm going to do the, uh, the, the knock the twins always do on their door. What's the password? Pizzazilla. All right, come on in. Open the door. That's been open the whole time, not locked. And I walk in and I go, what are you two doing in here? I'm holding three whoopee cushions in my hand. Actually three, and I'm blowing up a fourth one. Yeah. Are you two preparing for war? We've been preparing for war our whole life. That's true. Look, with this man that's staying with us tonight, I'll, I want you two to keep your door locked, okay? And if you hear anything or, or something happens, you need to come get me right away, understand? Yeah, you're right there through the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Just, just come get me, keep the door locked, and just let me know what's going on, even if I'm asleep, understand? Understood. Okay, Brian. And Brian, if you hear anything, it'll be us you're hearing. You two are nuts, but I love you too. All right. So Brian's going to leave and head over to his room and uh, he'll go ahead and close the door for the night and, and lock his uh, lock his door. Okay. As you are walking, a number of things are happening simultaneously. Uh, as Heather is getting to the bottom of the stairs, um, your mother is leading the guest to the stairs and she says, Heather, and she sees kind of where you're going and she says, check on your grandma and then go upstairs, go to bed. 
Yes, ma'am. Uh, and she Good starts up. She starts up the stairs. Uh, the guest following behind her, and uh, just as they the, the stairs, you know, do this. So just as they round the corner, halfway up the stairs, uh, Brian, you're going into your room, and you see them coming up the stairs. Um, Matt and Mark. Um, something that you know that nobody else in the house knows is that your closet is right up against the guest's room. And if you pass a luck roll, we'll say that at some point in the past, you've secretly drilled a hole so that you can sort of see into that room. You can't see very well or very much, but... You know, you guys. <laughs> uh, no, I failed that. All right. How'd you do, Matt? <laughs> that failed. Okay. So you haven't poked a hole. You probably get in trouble for that anyway. But you do know that that's right there, and it's not a very thin wall. Heather, um, just as you, you, you know, you're, you're glancing back, your father is sitting on uh, his normal chair in the living room, uh, and he's just sitting there quietly. Um, you get to the door to your grandmother's room, and you open it, and she has fallen on the floor um, out of her uh, wheelchair. Um, she's not injured or anything like that, but um, she probably needs to be helped into bed at this point. So um, Heather rushes up, um, and if she doesn't see, you know, uh, Grandma Matilda being, you know, hurt or anything broken, she's going to, you know, walk, uh, you know, lean over and go, Grandma Matilda, are, are, are you okay? Let me, uh, let me help you to bed. And slowly, I'm, um, you know, try to pick up Grandma Matilda. Right. She seems a little up, upset and agitated, but uh, right. she, it's mostly because she can't communicate. Grandma... Grandma used to be a talker. She loved to talk and tell stories and, and also and read to you guys and all that. And she's been very frustrated since the stroke. Um, but you managed to, you know, get her into her night clothes and get her into bed and uh, fill up her water glass if she needs it. And, um, and then what? You leave the room and go upstairs? So, or? so us, us Heather leaves, you know, she squeezes grandma Matilda's hand a little bit and go, Grandmama, um, I'm, I'm going to miss you. And gives her a peck on the on forehead. And then walks in. Okay. And she does her best to sort of squeeze your hand, you know, when you, uh, when you say that. Um, but you leave the room. Uh, where do you, what do you do next as you're leaving the room? Um, as I'm leaving the room, I'm going to check on um, the dad, my dad, to go, Daddy, are you, you all right? Can I get you a drink or, or something? Maybe turn the TV on? He, he just says, mm. go upstairs, go to bed. Uh, and, and he's just sitting there doing, like, nothing? Right, like he's, like he's resting after work. Okay. Is that like normal for him or? Not really. Usually he's watching TV or, you know, 
I mean, he's still relaxing. This is his chair, but. You, you sure, Daddy? I could turn the game on, I think, you know. Go to bed. All right. Um, good night, Daddy. So, you know, if I don't see anything unusual, then I'm going to, um, you know, slowly walk up to uh, my room. Well, it all seems a little unusual. Um, in fact, nothing really seems usual at all. Uh, but you get back up to your uh, up the stairs. Uh, Mom is coming out of the guest bedroom. Uh, the guest is already inside, and she's closing the door. So I'm going to lean into Mom and, and go. Mama, is is Daddy all right? He he's just sitting there. I don't know, honey. Um, just. You can't, can't expect, I mean, who could predict what's going to happen? Just, uh, I, I, I read the news article, like the, uh, the, the quintuple murder. No, I, I'm going to show it to your father. Uh, just, Mama, um, just go to bed. And, do, do, uh, do you have the key to daddy's gun cabinet? Um, I, I'm not saying we'll need it, but you, you know. She says, uh, I, I, it's on his key ring. Oh, okay. Um, don't worry about it. Just, just try to, you know, try to, I, I, I know it's a little early for you to be going to bed, but just, you know, this is a weird evening. Uh, uh, all right, Mama. I, I, I love you. And then she, you know, gives, uh, Mama peck on the cheek and then heads to her room to, um, yeah. All right. You can hear, um, through the, uh, I mean, it's not yelling, but you can, you can tell they're having another argument downstairs. Um, it's not a, it's not a loud argument and it doesn't last more than a few seconds. Um, uh, you can hear your father just saying, you know, uh, I've made my decision, something like that. Uh, and then it's quiet after that. Um, the guest is now in the guest room. What is your next plan of action? Going for a whoopee cushion placement? Uh, we should wait until mom and dad get to their rooms. Well, they're, they're, they're downstairs. Uh, argue. Oh, I guess they'd probably. Yeah, they got to go up the stairs. Yeah, they see them. Good thinking. We should do that at lights out. Um, I think that we should climb onto the porch roof and look into the the guest room. Oh yeah, good idea. Yeah, Uh, great idea. Right. So I'm gonna shut and lock our door so we're not Mm -hmm. disturbed. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. slide open the window. All right. Um, You guys don't even really need you don't need to do any kind of dexterity because you've climbed on your roof a thousand times um you can get in and out of your house fairly easily uh you've even jumped down from the second floor uh to the ground below you you can do it without getting hurt uh but what i would like you to do is stealth because it does squeak here and there and opening and closing your window makes noise Ooh, 91. <laughs> I rolled uh, hard. 
Oh, you did. All right. Well, Matt, you open up the uh, the window without making any noise. But uh, Mark, as you go out, you make a, a squeaky noise. Um, Brian, you're the closest. Um, Heather's kind of on the other side of the house. So you hear a squeak out your window, which you know what it is. I get up off my bed from, I probably was reading a magazine or something like that to kill the time. And I, I kind of, I go ahead and open up the bathroom door mm-hmm. uh, and try to get over and see if I can get in through their, uh, through their bathroom door. Do a, do a luck roll. Okay. Their, their bathroom door is very likely unlocked. Yeah, I succeeded. Yeah. You just open it up as you see them going out the window. Matt, Mark, what the hell are you doing? Shh. We're protecting what? the family. What? What What are you doing? Are you- We're just going to see what he's up to. We're just going to take a peek in his room and see what I he's said- doing. Okay, well, Mark, Mark, you get your ass back in here. Matt, you go look because you're a lot more quieter. So just... Mark, Mark, just get in here and see. I'm already place. halfway. I'm already halfway out and I've already squeaked. If I come back, I'll squeak again. That's right. Boy, fine. Just, just be quiet. And whoever's closest, just take a look inside and tell me what's going on. I will I will brief you. All right. So Matt, um, you have to go to the right a little bit, uh, facing, facing out into the open air. And there's like a little little bit that sticks out and then it's his room uh he's got a double window on that side um but there's you know some bric-a-brac around the window and so forth so what your what your technique is is you can bring your your face really close up to the corner of the window and then just peek in just with one eye Matt, the guy is just standing as if he had walked through the door, took a couple steps into the room, and he's just standing there. He's, in fact, staring out the window, but he's not close to the window. He's five feet from the window, and he is just motionless and staring. Um, I turn back towards Mark. He, he's not doing anything. He's just standing there. I turn back towards Brian. He's not doing anything. He's just standing there. He's not even in bed. He's just staring. Not he's even in bed. Just staring. Psycho killer. What do you mean he's just standing there? He's not like Looking at anything or sitting down? Turn back to Matt. (laughs) What do you mean he's just standing there? He's a psycho killer. He's just standing there. Look. And I I give him space to look. I've crawled my way out the rest of the window because I imagine I've just been like half in, half out, relaying messages. So I go out the rest of the way and go and take a peek. Take a little peek. You see the same thing. He just seems to be standing there. Uh, his his eyes straight forward, 
Um, unless he's blind, he should be able to see you. I mean, you're the only mo- movement in his field of vision, and he's looking right at the window, but he doesn't seem to act or react. How does he not see us? I don't know. Maybe he's like one of those crazies. Okay, that, that it's creeping me out. Let's let's go back. Let's let's. Uh, I, I think know. I trust Brian enough to tell him. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, before you guys get back in through your window, which you're heading for, you guys could do a sanity roll because this is kind of creeping you out. Not you, Brian. You're, you you right. haven't seen anything. I'm good. Uh, can you spend luck on sanity? No. No, okay, fail. <laughs> I didn't think so. I couldn't remember. You fail. Just take one damn yeah. damage. Okay. If you fail. And if you pass nothing. All right. So you guys get back to Brian. Brian helps you back in through your window. What? So so what what did he do? Is he still just standing there? He's... Are you willing to take the oath to be a construct? Oh yeah, the oath. The oath. Yep. Oh, you two, fine, fine. Whatever, Boy Scout honor. What? All right, the hell right. repeat after me. F- fine, okay. I pledge. I pledge to protect this family. To protect this family. I'm a big doo doo head. I'm a big doo doo. Wait, wait a minute. What? No, what's that gotta, last you, part? You, you got to say it. I said it. You got to say it. I swear to protect this family. And I'm a big doo-doo head. That's right. Okay, so Chuck is a serial killer prisoner who escaped. Total psycho killer. Yeah. Are you guys just making up one of your stories again? What, what, What are you talking about? He's here because he knows our address. No, no, no. Wait. Hold on no. a second. What do you mean knows our address? He, he took uh, the oath. He's, he saw it on the mailbox on the way in. Yep. That's how he knows. That's, that's how he knows? No, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. You two don't get to slide away like that. How does he know where we live? How do you know who this is? I look over at Matt. I'm like, do we tell him? He took the oath. I think we tell him. Okay. 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 Here's the deal. Uh, we've been writing letters, uh, to, uh, to what turns out to be Chuck, uh, prisoner at, at Lawrence prison. Um, uh, they're, uh, what well, we're pretending to, to, to be an attractive, uh, 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 we're, we're pretending to be a hot chick, uh, sexy lady. Yeah. Yep. They've been real steamy, uh, dirty and, uh, yeah, we have pictures. We sent or, him or pictures. Well, we, we sent him pictures from one of your magazines you, you gave us. He may Wait. think we're a Playboy model. Wait, let me get this straight. You okay. two have been sending Playboy images and letters acting like you're a woman to this crazed individual? Did we yes. misspeak? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got it. <sighs> How long has this been going on for? About three months. Yeah. Three months. 
it was it, it's a it, it was a we thought it was a a, a nice service to uh to, to to give to somebody and it how was you, funny how do you and even know how do you even know it's this guy that you've been sending the letters to what did you get a picture of him or something his name's no. chuck he his said name's, his name was chuck there's a yeah. lot of guys that might be named chuck how do you know that this is the same chuck he's how totally many guys psycho killer how many guys do you know named chuck I, all right maybe valid point but we 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 have to we've got to go tell our parents this is this is insane if he's a murderer he can't be staying in our house you still trust dad dad didn't take the oath no he didn't he's not a doo-doo head it regardless if he's taking the oath we have to tell them they we I mean, if he's a murderer and decides to want to kill one of us or hurt one of you, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do in that situation. We, we have to go tell them so that way they can tell the police or whatever. Or we get some of Heather's hairspray, one of your lighters. And we bust in there and light his face on fire. Yeah. OK, even if we can pull that off and make it work. How are we going to explain this to mom and pa? I, I mean, yet again, how do we even know that that's the same Chuck you two are talking to? Don't ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. Right. That's what we did with the shed we burned down. Yep. Remember where you are. You are in the arsenal. Look at all these tools we have. Okay. And I point okay. towards everything. I, I, I've got, I've got to go tell our parents about this. This is this, this is nuts. What? You two lock your door. Okay. I'm gonna go talk. Talk to mom, pa. All right. I, whatever. If I break the oath and I'll, I'll take whatever punishment later, they have to know about this. This is, this is crazy. And Brian is going to go ahead and walk back through the bathroom, back out his door. And essentially he's going to go ahead and start um, making his way downstairs. Cause that's where he thinks dad is whenever he comes home from work. All right. Um, you can see mom is cleaning up the kitchen um, and dad is just sitting there. As you come down the stairs, dad looks over at you and he says, I thought I told you to go to bed. Dad, 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 a paw. Just just hear me out for a second. OK, I I don't think that that man is a nice man that you brought home. OK, you you do what I told you to do and get upstairs and go to bed. Pa. I'm telling you, Matt Mark just told me something that 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 he's a murderer, that he's that he's that he's a released murderer or something like that. He's a prisoner. Matt and Mark don't know what they're talking about. Go upstairs and he stands up. And, you know, when he stands up. It's like, oh, shit. Fine, fine, whatever you want to do. OK, but if he ends up hurting any of us, that's going to be your your thing to answer for in hell. God, I wish you'd listen to me sometimes. And I'm going to I'm going to stomp up the stairs and head to my room and slam my door. Right. Heather, you're in your room. You hear all the commotion. <laughs> I just ignore them. I start styling my hair, um, taking a shower, getting prepped and, um, you know, doing some packing. All right. All right. Eventually. Around 10 p.m., maybe maybe a little earlier, uh, we'll say 9.30. Mom and dad, you hear them come up the stairs. 
and head to their room. Um, you guys are all on a little on edge, more than a little on edge. But I would like you to do constitution rolls. Um, I will spend two luck if I'm able to make that a pass. Okay. I pass. Uh, regular pass. Okay, pass. so you all passed. Okay. You are in your rooms and um, things have gotten quiet. Um, the twins are armed and ready uh, if anything happens. Brian is uh, nervously sitting there trying to stay awake. Heather has no intention of going to sleep, but she's getting drowsy. You guys ran around a lot today. Um, none of you fall asleep, but, uh, it's boring. You've, you've had hours now up here in your room. You usually you're, you know, you're still awake downstairs. So you're bored and you are not playing, paying close attention, but as uh, 10 o'clock passes and, uh, 11 starts to approach you suddenly hear a terrible scream uh, come from uh, upstairs, up, up here in their house. It sounds like mom. Uh, there's a crash, and then there suddenly is the sound of footsteps uh, running down the hall towards the stairs and down before you can react. You all jump Um I'll do sanity rolls just for being startled and hearing that. Okay. Failure. I'm good. Uh, if you fail, take one. If you didn't, you're, you're still okay. But you, you hear now the screamings downstairs um, and you think you hear the door open and slam shut downstairs. And then there suddenly it's quiet again. Like the front door to the house? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I think I'd run over to the window and look out. Okay. Uh, it's dark, uh, but the moon is shining. You think you think you see mom run across the yard. Um, she runs right into the wheat field. Matt. Matt, that was mom just took off, I think, uh, in, across the, the front yard and into the field. What do you think she's running from? The psycho killer? Probably the psycho killer. Uh, okay. Here's do you, one of us has to go after mom. Uh, noses. No, oh, dang it. Okay. All right. I'll go after mom. Uh, I'm going to go out the window. I'm gonna, okay. So I'm going to go to the window, open it. I think we to have leave. to recruit our longtime enemy, Heather. I'm glad that's you going on that mission, soldier. And I open the window and step out onto the the, the um, porch. Okay. Um, Brian and Heather, what are you guys doing? 
So I was getting ready and, you know, um, prepping my hair, getting my perfume ready when I heard the noise. And as that happened, I, you know, crack open the door just to see if I could see anything, um, you know, along the hall. Um, I would probably get up really quick and, and Brian would take a look around his room and see if he can uh, find a, his baseball bat that he probably has. And he's going to grab the bat and he's going to open the door slowly and then look down the hall as well. But then he's going to step out and go, but Ma, Pa, you okay? okay. Um, Heather and Brian do spot hidden rules. Uh, that failure. is a hard. Heather, the, the house is fairly dark, uh, but there's light on in your room, so it's shining out. Uh, there seem to be some puddles uh, in the hallway that uh, when you shift your, your gaze at them, they're like gleaming red. So Heather in the light of your room gives out a blood curling scream. Okay. Heather screams. Brian, you're around the corner and down the hall. I'm going to proceed to kind of run out a little bit. Did you pass your spot hidden? No, I didn't. I failed. Okay. You failed, but as you come around the corner and you're heading towards Heather's room, you start to notice puddles, dark puddles in the, the hallway. And you can you then come around the corner and you see Heather screaming. So I point at the, you know, Brian, your shoes, look down, blood. There's blood on the floor. I, I look down and see it and I, I start to kind of generally feel anxiety about it and i go what the hell's going on i i need to go check on mom paul okay just 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 go back in your room and, and close the door okay what, what, what was that mama that was screaming earlier i i don't know heather let's just just go back in your room okay and just just lock the door put something against it okay mark and matt as you as mark you were climbing out of the window you hear heather scream um and a lot of, you know, sudden running around in the hallway again. Uh, you hear Brian and, and Heather in the hallway. Uh, Mark, do you continue or do you come back in? Matt, do you go to the door? And... Uh, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to drop down onto, onto the ground. Okay. Uh, as you drop down onto the ground uh, in the front, you can see that the front door is wide open. Okay. Yeah, I think I think first I would kind of creep over and just try to peek into the door first okay. before going after mom. You can see um, the remnants of bloody footprints uh, running, coming from the stairs to the front door. Um, there's not a lot of blood because most of it is upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can see definitely, you know, bits of it. Um, uh, let's see, what, where were we? Um, Brian, did you see, you said you were going to go to mom and dad's room? Yes. All right. So that's just down from Heather's room. Heather, what are you doing? Are you going to go back in your room or? 
I'm going to start packing up everything I have um, that I was preparing for. Okay. And then, yeah, just get ready to um, skid out. Okay. Um, Brian, you get to the end of the hall where the door to your parents' room is. Um, you can see that there are large quantities of blood splattered on the floor. And when you step inside, there's something lying on the floor next to the bed. And it takes you a moment to realize that it's a body. You think from the size of it, it's your father. But he's had all of his skin stripped off. You can do a sanity roll. Uh, hard success. Okay. Dual 1d4 anyway. Oh. Okay. Uh, that'll be two. Okay. That's enough to at least make you yell. Holy shit. Oh my God. Pa. All right. I'm running straight there, even though I'm packing. Okay. And Heather, as you're doing this, you're realizing you're stepping in blood. And you come around the corner and you see the same thing. You can do a sanity roll as well. Uh, so I do that. I'm going to um, you know, let out another blood curling screen. Matt, you hear all of this. Double uh, three. So I'm sorry. Pass. What did you get? You passed. Oh, three. Okay. Right, yeah. So you can do a D4. All right. I'm going to sneak out into the hallway and I want to check the stranger's room. If I can just peek in. Okay. Stranger's door, room door is open. Hmm. There's nothing inside. Okay. I'm going to call out uh, to Heather and Brian. Heather, Brian. Well, you hear them screaming down at the end of the hall. What's going on? Matt, is, is, is Daddy. Come, quick. Matt, Matt, no, 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 Matt. Matt, you don't need to see this. Just, just, just stay away, all right? Go back in your room and close the door. But, but... I'm going anyway. Okay. So, Matt, when you come, you see the same thing. You step in blood. Yeah. You see your father's been stripped of all of his skin. I've uh, passed. All right. 1D4. Uh, Mark, um, you're at the front door. Uh, do a spot hidden for me. Okay. Uh, 16 is probably a pass. Uh, yes, it's a hard pass. Okay. As you're looking inside the house, you see something you didn't quite see before, and that's that the, the bloody footprints that come down the stairs, your, presumably your mother's footprints, right. they run to the kitchen first and then out the front door. Okay, yeah, I think... Uh, and I probably heard everybody screaming upstairs. Yes, you've heard everybody yeah. yelling. So, yeah, I think I do come back in and uh, noticing the footprints I had, I kind of follow them towards the kitchen. Okay. Uh, the butcher block, one of the butcher knives is missing. Uh, well, I think I go over and I grab another one <laughs> for myself because uh, whatever's happening uh, I, you know mark obviously assumes it's this the psycho killer is butchering people so i'm i'm going to defend myself so i go over and grab a knife as well okay um you hear the yelling from upstairs yeah, um, yeah i think 
I just take a quick look around, make sure nobody's like sneaking up on me, and then I right. head upstairs. Okay. So you go back upstairs. Yep. You see the evidence as you get there. Um, all right. The three of you who are still upstairs, you can do constitution rolls because this is pretty upsetting. 29, that is a bit shy of a heart. Okay. Extreme. Oh, well, that's right. So somehow you don't manage to throw up, um, but you are completely horrified as you hear Mark come running back up the stairs. Um, and he's running towards you. What do you guys do? Do we know it's him or do we just hear people stomping? Well, yeah, you freak out at first, but then he comes around the corner. Yeah, he's also, sounds, he's also like yelling Mark. for you. Yeah, I'm yelling. What, what's going on? Yeah. This means war. That I I knew something wasn't right about this man. It's not right that he that he was here. Where is that son of a bitch? And Brian is going to look around the room and see if he sees anyone else in there. Probably flick a light switch or something. If, we gotta if think smart. We gotta set up traps around the house. I mean, I, I run. I run. The gun ring or, or the key ring with the with the gun. I'm gonna go downstairs. His clothes are missing. There's no clothing for your father. So he's not only stripped, but he's naked. I mean, unless anybody's no, that all was in seeing his dead body lying there. Can I start laying whoopee cushions down at like the stairs and in front of doors? Sure. Just so we can, we could hear anyone that's sneaking up on us. I run all the way to the room unless somebody stopped me. Brian's going to you can, go to the you can guest do your room. sanity roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it right now, uh, Tom? Like for in-game time? I'd say it's probably around eleven at this point. Okay. Uh, I wrote a sixty-eight on my fifty-nine, so I failed. Failed. Okay, and you've got a knife in your hand. Do a one d six. Just a three. Or three. Okay. <laughs> so you yell. Yeah. You're upset. You can do the constitution roll too to see if you Okay. Yeah. I, I, I probably fall down like as I see the body onto my knees and uh, roll around in the blood. <laughs> uh, I just failed my constitution roll, but I'm not going to spend any luck. I just barely felt it. But all right. I'll, I'll throw You up. immediately have to run back to the bathroom and throw up. Okay. So, so as you're doing that, I'm going to look at Brian and Matt and tell them, okay, boys, I, I wasn't going to tell you this, but Rick and I are leaving tonight. In an hour, Rick will be here. He'll have a car. We'll be able to get out together. What? Now, you know, let's not worry about anything. Let's just get us all out of this house safely first. Then, then we can talk later, Brian. This is an emergency. Let's worry about it later. One what hour. about grandma? We could bring grandma along. We will have to bring grandma along. Oh, Brian okay, can carry Brian can carry grandma. Brian's a big boy. But but, but Ma Ma's gotta be out there. I we're we're not gonna just leave Ma here. We're not all gonna run away with your boyfriend, Rick. Look, just get out of my way. I'm I'm gonna go find that son of a bitch. And uh I'm gonna head down, I'm gonna start stomping down the hallway toward the guest room because I want to go look in there and see if I can find the the guest or or find something about about him all right 
Um, you get to the guest room and there's nothing there. Um, there's no clothing. There's no evidence that anybody was even in here. The bed is exactly the way you made it. He never laid, lied down, laid down, lied down. He never got into bed. <laughs> what? He, Brian's going to look around the room and just be kind of wary of this and just what the hell is going on? Pa is, is, is dead. And I, I don't know where Ma is. I just, okay. Okay. We, we, we got to get to the police or something or, or, or we, we got to get out of here. Maybe, maybe we just take dad's truck. I, I, Brian's going to be saying this to himself as he turns around. He's going to head back to where Heather and uh, Matt are. All right. Um, so what is your plan of action? Your guys are all together again at the top of the uh, upstairs. So we have two things we have to do here. We have to get grandma and find mom. Uh, my mom ran outside to the barn. Yeah, she she took off, uh, it, you know, across towards the field in the barn. Yeah, we we saw her. I can get Grandma. I'll, I'll I'll go down and I'll get Grandma and get her, get her out the out the front door. Okay, I'll go with. I hold up the knife, you know. You, okay, I know you boys. At least one of you knows how to pick a lock. Yes. Uh, not not uh, yours. Not yours though. Not yours. Open Daddy's gun cabinet. The bells are there. The shotguns there, boys. I don't know how to pick locks. Uh, I just, I mean, we just picked your 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 diary lock, which was, I mean, really, we just thumped it hard and it opened. But uh, get get a hammer. I don't care. You know the the shotgun uh, cabinet has a padlock on it. Good old padlock, padlock. Is it like a wooden cabinet or is it like a, you know? It's steel? actually a glass front cabinet. So it's not as secure as. We'll, we we'll could find, just throw something through it. We'll find a way in there. Yeah. We'll I'll, 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 I'll get grandma. Matt, you, you, you get, you get the guns. Okay. Are you guys splitting up or sticking together? I'll go find mom. If you boys are getting the weapons. Fine, I'll I'll go with Matt. Matt, come on, let's go get the guns and and Mark, you just watch Heather and and go get Grandma, okay? All right, I'm you got it. I'm laying down whoopee cushions just in case there's someone in the house because we all know where each other are. Um, you get to the top of the stairs. I would like you to all do listen bolts. Nope, failed. Pass. Fail. All right. So you guys are are coming down the stairs. Uh, Brian, Matt, and Mark are full of adrenaline and really making their mental plans. Heather, you're a little more wary of your surroundings. Um, Heather, you hear a strange noise that you think is coming from grandma's room. And it sounds like. Boys, boys, do you hear that? Hear what? Hear what? What? 
What? There's, there's something coming from from Grandma's room. From when Grandma's room. When she says it's that, like a you know this. Yeah, from Grandma's room, and I'm running straight for Grandma's room. I'll follow. I'll follow Mark. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna trade. I'm gonna trump down the stairs as well. All right. Yep. You go running as breakneck speed across the room over to where Grandma's room is. Um, are you going to throw open the door? Are you? How are you oh, going yeah. to handle? Yeah, I'm going in. It's just as you know. I'm going to turn the handle. If it opens, I'm just throwing the door open. Right. She's actually got double doors. Okay, so that you can push the thing in. All right, so you just sort of throw the doors open. At that moment, what you see is this. You see your grandmother in bed. You see somebody who looks like your father, uh, but is got blood splatters all over him. He has in his hand some sort of glowing device and there are wires coming out of it, and they're attached to this thing on your grandmother's head. And he's doing things to the dials, and your grandmother is screeching in agony as he's doing this. You can all do sanity rolls as you see this. That's a fail. I passed. Fail. Hard success. Okay, if you pass 1d4, if you fail 1d6. One. Nope. Nobody got over five? Nah. Nope. You're all, Just four. You're all fine. You're shocked, horrified. You, you yelp. Um, and when you, well, let's see, you got ones. Uh, what, what's the highest anybody got? You got ones. I lost one. I lost yeah, one. Yeah, one. What'd you lose? You lost four. Okay, so Brian yells when he sees this. Um, and when he does uh, the thing that is wearing your father's skin, um, turns and looks at the four of you. And um, what do you guys do? I think I'm, I yell, stop hurting grandma, you bastard. And I like jump out with a knife at him. And, and I'll be like, daddy, stop. And, 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 you know, persuade. Didn't somebody have a baseball bat? I did. Brian is going to, like, lose it as well because he's, he's just like, what? He can't comprehend what he's seeing. So he's, get, get, get away from Granny. What are you doing? And he's just going to uh, rush at him as well. All right. I would like Mark and Brian both to do uh, uh, brawl rules. Uh, okay. Fighting as brawl. they're doing that, can I try to get this device off of grandma. Hard well, success. you'd be throwing yourself in the line of fire. Mm. By yeah. doing that. I wrote a 95 also. So. Okay. And Brian? Hard success. Okay. Uh, Mark, you lunge with your knife, but there, there's just too much space between you and the thing. Brian, you lunge forward and you bring that bat down Um and as you do, uh, this, this doppelganger of your father brings his arm up like that, and you hit it, and there is kind of a crunching noise, uh, like, like you were cracking the shell of a crab, and uh, 
he drops the device that's in his hand and backs away and then turns and dives through the window uh, leading to the outside, smashing the window and just almost vaulting out the window as he goes. Uh, the, the thing that you're, the man was holding falls to the ground, um, uh, but the little lights are blinking on it and, and on your grandmother's head. It's, it goes, what do you do? I'm Cut going the wires. To, Cut the wires. I'm going to basically like go around to where the window is that he just broke through and look through it to see if he's like actually gone or, or if I see where he's heading to. You mean you're going to go out the front door or are you just or running it, up to the window and look? Yeah, I'm just running up to the window, okay. like just trying to see All where right. he went to. Uh, you don't see him. So he's run off in one direction or another. Um, uh, Matt, you can see that this thing on her head, it's its not like it's attached. It's like it's some sort of a hat thing that's on her head. Um, so you could just pull it off. I'll pull it off. You want to All be right. careful. It might hurt grandmother. I don't care. Careful, Matt. You don't care about grandmother? I don't care about hurting uh, you, about uh, whatever danger it has. You uh, you immediately yank it off of her head, and the lights all go out on it. And she suddenly relaxes. Like, you know, she, she suddenly it's, it's no longer in agony. But she's sweating, and she's shaking, and she's obviously been hurt. Um, and, and her eyes are rolling around for a second. Uh, but she looks up at you and, uh, she smiles. You're okay, as grandma. Much as she can. Well, why was it doing that to you? She, uh, she opens up her eyes really wide and she looks over at her bookcase and sort of. So I point towards bookcase. Um, I go okay. and look at whatever she's pointing at or, you know, wow. Yeah. Can oh, I get her, her in book, her wheelchair? It's her bookcase. You've seen it a thousand times. Uh, her wheelchair is knocked over over on the side. I mean, you can upright it. I, I want to set it straight. But, but she seems very urgent that you that there's something over by the bookcase. I want to wheel her over so she can show us. Okay, that's going to take you a few minutes. Okay. What is it? What is it, Grandma? What is is it? A book? Is it? She can give you a sort of a yes and no. Yeah, move like one for yes, two for no. Do you do you need a book? Um, Is this something behind the bookcase? Okay, Brian, move the bookcase. Yeah, I start. I start pulling all the books just off the shelf, you know, uh, to make it lighter. I, right. I go. I go ahead and proceed over, and and basically, I I try to try to push the bookcase or move it in some way. I'm gonna keep watch. Mark, when you you've you've pushed the books out of the way, you realize that there is like a shoebox um, on the bottom on the bottom level, shoved in the back. And she's like giving you the yeah yeah that. yeah pull it out and open the lid. Okay. All right, you you bring it over and open the lid so everybody yeah. notices. All right, there are three things inside the shoebox two of which are very strange indeed. One of them is a journal. Um, the first thing that you see, and you, you pick it up and look at it, um, it, 
shimmers in the light. It looks like a kind of a crystal, and it's a perfect cube. Um, it, it sparkles and glows when you turn it around. The second thing that's in there is a very strange-looking gun-like object. Uh, it almost looks organic, like it was grown. Um, you're not sure which end is which on that. Uh, the third thing is the journal, and she's indicating for you to pick up the journal. Yeah, so I'll take the cube and kind of hold it out. I'll take the the gun thing and push it towards Matt, like, a soldier needs his weapon, you know, and then I'll, I'll kind of open the journal. Okay. When you pick up the gun, you get the strangest feeling as if the gun wanted to grab a hold of you, but you, you do it quickly enough that it, nothing happens. Um, you open up the journal and she's indicating, change the page, change the page, yeah. change the page quickly going and finally she gives you an indication of this is the page that she wants you to read it was in the spring of 1918 that the worst of it occurred we knew we were getting close to the nest our sweet kenneth had been pla- replaced by one of these one of the things and we wanted revenge it was late afternoon when we found them huddled together in the basement of the miskatonic science you know science building they were busy constructing their infernal over my machine all they needed was the quantum data cube Two of them were torturing Kenneth's brain for information when we burst into the room and started firing with the organic lightning gun. The first volley managed to blast the head off one, if you can call it a head. The others turned to attack, but we had, but we had them trapped. Michael lobbed a Molotov at the group and everything burst into flames. We closed the steel doors and listened to their buzzing screams for five minutes before getting the hell out of there and alerting the school to the fire. In the end, everything got covered up and no one suspected us at all. We made a mutual pact that we would hide and keep the Q-Cube a secret. If the creatures ever got it again, it would be the end of us all. And she looks, whoops, she looks immediately like finally she's told somebody. Oh, my God, Grandma. That's that's fucking badass. You're a superhero. Mark, Matt, what, what, what's going on? What, what, what are you looking at? Grandma's uh, I mean, badass. I mean, she 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 used this this gun that and and she's protecting the the, the cube and, and and she killed some sort of alien thing. What are you talking about, Mark? It, it it's all in the journal. That it's all it's all right here. And he, pointing at the journal, and like it, Grandma's he, Grandma's he a, out to you. Yeah. Yeah. Do we recognize the names at all? Like, um, like, are they friends of hers that comes and visit and play, you know, poker or whatever? No, but um, she used to tell you some pretty weird stories about things and when she was in college. And, uh, did, did, did she she would always tell me these fun? stories. Do, do you think that was one of those creatures in, in this journal, Mark? Oh, I, it had to be. It was coming for the cube. Uh, we, we, I mean, we, I mean, it says it right here. It, it can't get the cube, the Q cube. If it does, it's gonna, it's gonna blow up the whole world, and we're all gonna die horribly. Got to keep the cube safe or, or destroy it. 
okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Pause for a sec. Pause for a sec. Cube or no cube or or whatever. We 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 have got to to get help of some kind. We've got to we we've got to call the cops or something or or we got to get out of here and go to a police station. Let's 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 just go and I don't know if that's a gun or or whatever the hell it is or or from a thing from outer space. Let's let's go get a gun. Let's go see if we can if daddy's truck is here and let's get out of here. Let's go to the police station. I better yet, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go see if the phone's working and call the cops. Oh, it's not a gun, it's a and I look down a, a lightning gun. Badass. Um, did you pass it to to Matt? Yeah, I've yes. got it. Yeah. Did yeah. you pick it up, Matt? Yep. All right. You pick it up and almost immediately you know how to hold it. And your fingers sort of squish into the material. It's soft, like uh, almost like flesh. And before you can really react, you realize it's kind of fused itself onto your hand. It doesn't hurt. Um, But you also feel like in your mind, you've been downloaded the instruction book on how to use it. Oh my God, Matt, your hand. It's cool. What? And all the power in the house goes out all of a sudden. We got to take matters into our own hands. Drive to the barn, find mom. Okay, okay. Uh, Y'all go get mom. Clearly, that's whatever the hell it is, it's still here. Look, 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 look. Okay, the window's right there, and I'm going to proceed to take the baseball bat back to that window it broke through. I'm going to try to break whatever glass is left to kind of clear it out. Uh, Mark, Mark, I, you and Heather, go go out the window and see if you can find Ma, all right? Me and Matt, we're going to go into the house and see if we can call the police or something like that. And and if this thing is here, we're going to take it out with that. Lightning, lightning gun. gun. Yes. Lightning Light, gun. Yeah. Lightning gun or whatever the hell it is. Just just go and try and find Ma. Okay. We can't find the police. The power's out. Uh, oh. We can't call them. Shit. Right. And our nearest neighbor, aren't they like miles away? Okay. Okay. Uh maybe we can still get away in the truck. All we should right. Stick together. Dad had the key rings. That's that's right. Let's let's go back upstairs and see if we can find dad's keys. All right. They were maybe. on him, right? maybe I, I i don't know i i don't know if it, if he took them off or or that damn thing has it on his clothes i, I have no idea let's just go back upstairs and see if we can find him okay? okay you two go upstairs mark and i will break the uh gun cabinet uh glass get some guns get some weapons for us keep the someone, keep safe mark someone has to protect grandma i mean that, that, that thing's we'll, probably we'll coming wheel her along we'll wheel her along to the gun cabinet okay 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 so you'll You'll have to take a few minutes and get grandma into her wheelchair. Um, also, let's assume, Heather, you're doing that. Um, Mark, are you going to wait until you got grandma before you go to the uh, guns? Heather, you get grandma. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go get the gun. I'll go bust the case open and I'll grab the shotgun. Okay, okay. So Heather starts slowly helping grandma get into the wheelchair. Yeah, and I head towards the gun cabinet. All right. The gun cabinet is uh, it's in that little sort of storage room uh, near the back door, near the uh, 
the mud room you'll see on the map. Okay. Yeah. Um, as you, Mark, start to approach that that room, um, the door is slightly ajar. Uh, okay, so as I'm, I'm walking up, I'll, I'll kind of crouch down and hold the knife out in front of me and just slowly creep up towards it. Okay. Um, I mean, you don't hear anything. Okay. Yeah, as long as I don't hear anything or see anything shifting around there, I'm going to go into the room. Okay, so you're opening the door. Yes. Get back to you in a moment. Uh, Brian, what were you up to? Uh, me and Matt, I think, are going to head up the stairs and see if we can find okay. uh, pause keys. All right. You guys are going up to the uh, room to find pause keys. And Heather, you are getting Grandma into her wheelchair and going to wheel her out. All right. Mark, do a luck roll. Uh, oh, nine. All right. You said you were crouched down. So you're already a 14-year-old. So you're a 14-year-old crouched down. You're you're pretty small. Um, But as you push open the door, there is a sudden ruckus and a flash of steel as your mother... Uh, in a torn uh, nightgown and covered in blood uh, comes leaping out of the darkness with a big butcher knife uh, and she is swinging it at anything that moves. So okay. I can do a dodge roll. Okay. Uh, ooh, 54 out of 60. Just barely. All right. Um, she swings and misses and she starts screaming wildly and uh, uh, runs, runs like crazy for the, the door. Yeah, I'm yelling, Mom, Mom, it's me, it's me, Mom. And she's not responding. Uh, but you guys are all hearing this now that you're in the what's going on downstairs. She, uh, she runs through the, the door screaming and once again running off into the the darkness. She's Matt. obviously out of her mind with terror. Matt, do you hear that? We, yeah. Oh, holy crap. We got to go back downstairs. Let's. No, 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 no. Grab hairspray first. Heather's hairspray. This thing, it wrote in the journal, it doesn't like fire. Oh, oh, okay. No, that's a good yeah. idea. Uh, let's, let's go to Heather's room. And we'll, uh, I'll Grab it quick. Do remember that you're hearing, so. you're hearing Mark yelling, Mom, 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 yeah. Mom. And she runs out. But okay, you grab the hairspray. And, and I, I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Matt. I, I've already got the lightning gun soldier. All right, fine. I'll, I'll keep it somehow. Maybe you have pocket a it. I, uh, I, maybe in my room. Hold on one second. And I'm going to go over to my room and open it. Uh, walk inside and I'm going to check my uh, I'm going to check if Matt's not looking I'm going to push my bedside table a little bit and crack open the back to where I keep some things uh, personal 
and okay. I'll reach in there and grab uh, a, a Zippo lighter that I have and maybe uh, maybe push back the cigarettes a little bit and then close that and then head back out. Okay, I got a lighter. Let's go. All right. Matt, I would like you to do a spot hidden. Okay. I'm going to spend two points of luck to pass. Okay. In that short interval between the time that Brian got his lighter and you were standing there and you can see into your room and you can see out your window and you can see that someone is standing on the top level of the barn uh, looking out the, you know, the upper barn door, the hayloft um, towards the house. It's definitely that man thing. Thing. The monster's on top of the barn, Brian. Wait, what do you mean it's on top of the barn? It's standing I'm, there. I'm going to look out um, at you the can, barn. You can see it. And it's, it's moving back and forth as if it's trying to figure out what to do next. It's not on top of the barn. It's in the hayloft door. Let's, let's get back downstairs and, and, and may, maybe we can, maybe Ma's down there with, uh, maybe Ma's down there with Mark. Okay. So, so come on, let's go back down there. Right. Heather, you were in the dark helping your grandmother when you heard Mark screaming about uh, mom and you heard somebody running through the house screaming, obviously your mom. What do you do? So once I hear that, I'm running out because I hear mom. So right. I'm going to run out, um, you know, as I'm, you know, not like dropping grandma on the floor, but like, sure. yeah, like right. and down as, and then, yeah. as you run out since the house is dark, uh, you you're pretty sure it's mom. You see mom uh, running out the front door. Uh, the look in her face is absolutely crazed with terror. You know, uh, but she doesn't seem to see you or anybody else. She's just screaming wildly and swinging a butcher knife. Do I see Mark following her? Yeah, yeah. you see him. Yeah. Mom, 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 mom. I'm like, yeah. Mark, didn't you say mom left the house already? Uh, she, she she was she was in the I was going to get the guns and and I pushed the door open and she started just swinging at me and but she you missed said me. She left the house already. What she did. She she must have she must have come back. So mom left the house, came back and left the house again. I guess. Uh, I mean, she 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 almost sliced my face off. Oh, okay, let's not worry about that. Help, help me get grandma to the wheelchair. Let's, let, let's just get out of here. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. The boys come running from upstairs. What? Mom, uh, mom, mom almost sliced my face off. She, she took off out the door again. Oh, okay. Uh, just, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go see what's, what's going on with her and see if we can get her. Uh, uh, Matt, Matt, just, uh, just, just, just go with them. No, no, no. Just come with me. I, I, I don't even know what to think here. And I'm going to start. Brian's going to start walking towards the front door to see if he can look out and see where if if he can see Ma at all. Did you Brian, that thing might still be out there. Mark, did you find anything? 
no, I, I was going to get it. And then, then mom bust out and started swinging the knife at me. And I, I, I followed her and, and, and now I'm here. I don't know if we should go after her. I mean, we, I, that's mom. We, we, we have to, someone, someone has to go after her. We have to take care of grandma. You're right. I, we're, grandma was a superhero and we're superheroes too. But, but Matt, Matt, that thing, that thing, we, we saw it. It's, it's over there at the barn. What it, what if it, what if it's waiting for one of us to come out of the house? It's at the barn. Yeah, it's at the barn. We gotta light that barn on fire. Yep. Oh, okay. Just uh, and and Brian is is just kind of perplexed by this, and he's he's gonna walk up to the door, not quite outside, and he's gonna look out and see if he can see mom, if he can still hear or or see where she's run to. Do a listen roll. Okay. Hard success. Okay. You do think you can hear your mother screaming and she is somewhere out there in the fields, but you can't see it's not, it's not light enough to see, um, but do a spot hidden for me as well. Uh, regular success. As you're standing there and looking around, of course, you're afraid of the barn. You, look over use the, the front door of the house is also facing the barn uh, and you look out there you don't see anybody in the doorway anymore but there is a heap of something lying in front of the barn directly below that window the, the hayloft I mean something the- like it looks like clothing or there's a heap. You can't see it very clearly because it's dark, but it's obviously there because of the, you know, the gravel. You can, I am quite going. Brian is going to slam the front door shut, lock it, and then is there a piece of furniture near the the uh, fr- the front door at all? Like a maybe a bench or something? There's a there's like a side table. I grab the side table put it in the doorway, see if I can budge it. And I turn around and I go, okay, we need to get a gun. We, we, or, or I need to get a gun. Matt, you need to come with me. Uh, Mark and Heather, just go get grandma and, and we'll try to head out through the garage. Uh, oh, crap. I, we didn't get the keys though, or, or, or we didn't find the keys. I just was, I, I just need to go get a gun. And, uh, and Brian is going to head towards the gun cabinet uh, area. Okay. The door to the gun, I mean, the door to that that little storage room is wide open now, of course, because mom jumped out of it at uh, Mark. Uh, but you can see that uh, it looks like maybe hysterically she was trying to get it open, uh, but didn't quite know. I mean, it breaking the glass would make the most sense, but she was kind of out of her mind. I take my bat and I just go ahead because I'm adrenaline filled and and whatever you the hell this it. thing is, I smash it with the bat. All right, you smash it. You uh, there's the one shotgun and there's ammo for it, and it's shotgun shells. Not uh... take the shotgun, go ahead and start uh, loading into the the bottom of the barrel, um, and basically mm-hmm. go ahead and cock it and have it ready to go. It's a double barrel. Um, oh, okay. 
Uh, so you can put two in there and then uh, those will do, what is the double barrel shotgun? Um, uh, 46, depending on how close you are, 46 is the max. Got it. Um, all right. So you grab the gun. Now you see the back door is the front screen porch, uh, but you can go through the, the garage. Uh, you'd go through the mud room into the garage and then out. Uh, Dad's car, though, is not parked in the garage. It's parked in front of the house, which is where he parked it when he came in earlier. Um, so the garage just has a lot of stuff in it. it tends um, to be the place where you store store extra stuff. I guess I would proceed to, at, at that point, as long as I know that's a way for us to get out maybe, or maybe through the back door or something, I'll go back over to grandma's room and check on the siblings. Oh, and, they're and, all, they're all in the front, the, the, the middle room. No, they're all in the family room. Okay. Let's, uh, well, oh crap. That's right. I don't know if we have dad's keys or not. Uh, Look, y'all, y'all stay down here real quick, and we'll run back upstairs and see if see if maybe possibly uh, he left it on his bedside table or something. I'll stand guard. Good, 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 good. It, Matt and Mark, you protect Heather regardless. All right, and I mean it. If you hear anything, okay, you just you just get Heather and get Grandma out of here. You understand me? You don't have to tell us. And I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, head to the stairs and start to head upstairs uh, with the uh, shotgun at the ready. Okay. So you never realized how far it is from the top of the stairs all the way around the inside of the house to get to mom's mom and dad's bedroom. But it, it seems like the longest that you've ever walked. And there's that blood all over the floor and you know, the body is up ahead of you. As you, you get into the room, you have to really not look at dad's dead body. Uh, you start rummaging around, looking for the keys. Uh, do a listen roll. Uh, no? Fail, uh, failure, 99. All right. So you're standing there for a few moments, and... You don't hear anything at first, but all of a sudden you hear kind of a, a heavy scratching sound like on the side of the house. And as you turn your head and look, something almost unimaginable raises up just outside your parents' window. You're, it, it, it's almost impossible to describe. You want to think um, giant cockroach, um, but it's got this brain thing on its head, and there's little sparkles of electrical light 
like running over it in different colors. And by the time you notice it, this large crab-like claw smashes through the window and starts to tear a hole open in the, in the side of the house. What do you do? Oh, you can do a sanity roll because okay. you might lose <laughs> it. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let's see here. Good old sanity. Uh, success. All right. So uh, do a 1D4. Uh, one. Oh wow, you've got it together. Um, so you can tell me what what do you do? But before you do that, I want to ask who has the quantum cube? It would be Mark. Yeah, I probably would have picked it back up. You, you pocketed it. Yeah. All right. All right. So as long as I know that. Okay. Um, Brian, what do you do? I, I just look up at it with just wide eyes and I go, what the fuck are you? And uh, he's going to raise the shotgun up and he's going to fire off a, a shell at it. Okay. Do, uh, firearms. Oh, failure. All right. Um, you partly hit it. I mean, it's shot. So some of the shots going to hit it um, and it, it sort of pulls away from the wall a little bit, uh, but it just grabs a hold with what seem like more claws and starts to try to pull itself into the room. What do you do? Um, you don't I, have time to <laughs> reload. Or... I, I just, I instantly, because, because this thing is just so terrifying, I, 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 I try to run back out. The, uh, okay. the parents room and try to see if I can close the door behind me. All right. Uh, you, uh, you run back out and slam the door. Everybody, you hear the gunshot, you hear uh, him suddenly running uh, and probably squealing uh, at the same time as he uh, hits the top of the stairs and comes running down them. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, and he's, he's like as pale as a ghost. So, so us, that happens. Heather's like, we have to get out of this house now. And then she just starts wheeling grandma uh, out in the closest exit that's not blocked by 80 pieces of furniture. Okay. Well, for you, that would be either the back door or the front door. Oh, the front door is blocked. Okay, so you have yeah. to go to the back door. All right. Um, so out the back door you go, and <laughs> Brian yeah, following grandma, behind you. Yeah. You guys are all freaked out. Oh, yeah. So as you come out the back door, which direction do you go? Left, right? To the barn. And I'll be yelling, Rick will be there soon. We'll be safe. And then I just start wheeling and, and taking Grandma along for the ride and just like run along. So you're going to go towards the barn? Uh, correct. Okay. So you've come, you're coming around the side of the house. Out the, you've gone out the back door, around the right side of the house, yeah. and you're heading towards the barn. Um, I would like you all to do spot hiddens. Uh, I'll spend six points of luck to make that a success. Uh, a regular success. All right. Hey, y'all. I'm worried about grandmother and Rick. Worried about grandma. How about you, Matt? Uh, I got a hard. Okay. Um, 
actually who got hard and who got regular? I got regular. Regular. Hard. Okay. So Brian and Mark and Matt, uh, as you are running around to the front of the house, uh, sort of towards the car, which is in the drive, um, once again, you see this heap of stuff in front of the barn. Uh, Matt, you realize it is your father's skin. Uh, you can do a sanity roll for, <laughs> for realizing that. Oh, I failed that one. Okay. Yeah, do 1d4. Um, Heather. Just one. Whether it brings you relief or terror, down the road, you see headlights heading towards, and they're coming down your road. Is it like far, like, you know? I mean, it'll literally be, or? it'll be literally be just a, a minute or two before probably uh, Rick uh, pulls up. He's going to pull up over by the silo, which is a little ways down. I'll, I'll just start screaming and yelling. Rick, Rick, over here! And I'll start waving, um, waving the boys to let them know that uh, okay. Rick is uh, Rick is here to save us all, and that I love Rick, and, and he's uh, great. I'm gonna yell back at you if we don't take care of this now. It's gonna get us. All right. So what happens is, is Rick can't really see you guys very well because it's dark, um, and he said he was gonna pull over by the silo. Uh, you see him. Pull his car up by the silo. I imagine you guys are all running towards him. Yes. Um, he gets out of the truck and starts to walk towards the house, and he sees you, and he's like, what on earth is going on? And he hears you yelling, and he takes a few more steps by you, and suddenly, out of the corner of your eye, this gigantic crab thing, cockroach, um, that seems to be able to fly, uh, suddenly comes like meteorite out of the sky and lands right in front of Mark. I'm uh, not Mark, um, uh, Rick. Uh, he yells and it grabs him, and you see it suddenly take him up in the air. And it's starting to fly overhead with him. What do you guys do? Heather starts pointing up and go, Matt, Brian, get the safe Rick. I'm going to take the shot. At, at Can you use the lightning gun? gun? <laughs> yeah. At Rick or the thing. All right. Uh, at the flying I just, thing. I, I just feebly throw my knife. <laughs> like probably nowhere near it. But All right, Matt. Mm-hmm. Use uh, use your uh, firearms. Handgun. Actually, whatever's best. Your uh, okay. Your fighting brawl because it has a lot to do with your mind. Mm -hmm. Okay, so go go gadget disintegrate. Can I spend luck on this roll? Um, to hit, sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. I get a success. Okay. Your lightning bolt shoot 
shoots out of the uh, out of the end of the gun uh, up into the sky. You guys all jump from the, the from the report. It's just bang like a thunderclap. Um, you seem to hit the thing, and it wavers in the sky for a moment, and suddenly Rick comes plummeting to the ground from about two hundred feet up, hits the ground, and I mean it doesn't kill him immediately, but you hear quite a crunch as he hits the ground, uh, and he's he's not moving. Uh, Holly, I mean, uh, oh, yeah, they keep calling Holly, Holland, Heather. So Heather's like, Rick, and then she, she you know, not throws the, um, you know, wheelchair aside, but, right. you know, runs around and runs up to Rick's uh, prone form. Rick, Rick, are you okay? And just, you know, freaks out. Okay. The creature wheels around and it suddenly comes barreling down at uh, Mark. I'm in the middle of saying you're John fucking Rambo uh, before I. <laughs> uh, I Brian, Brian is going to, yeah, Brian is going to react to this, seeing it coming towards the sibling. He's going to try to crack off another shot at it. Okay. Go ahead and do your roll. Oh. Uh, I am going. Is it okay if I spend luck to hit? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's wait. So four. Okay. So that'll be regular success. Regular success. I got a triple zero. Oh. So I think what happens is you can roll for damage, which is he's quite a ways away from you. So in this case, your damage is uh, uh, let's say one d six. I'm okay. sorry, 2d6. So uh, three. Oh, um, you definitely hit him. And because I got a triple zero, you actually blow off one of his wings. So he spins in the air and comes crashing down to the ground and hits pretty hard, but it doesn't seem to like injure him. And he starts crabbing his way towards you, swinging his hands the lights on his head have all turned like red matt, uh, matt matt shoot it again hold on i'm gonna reload this shotgun and i start to fumble with uh loading pellets in it i can shoot it again all right yeah how close and he's is getting it? he's getting a lot closer he's maybe 30 feet from you okay i'm gonna blast it again i got a 10 which is a hard uh, you can do 3d10 damage. Fifteen. Okay. Die, monster. Um, oh. uh, you you hit it with uh, fifteen points of damage. Um, you can actually see when the lightning bolt hits it that the little connections between its joints on its claws and things, they sort of light up like uh, uh, electricity is going through him. Uh, it stumbles a bit. It crawls. Suddenly, it's, it's not doing very well at all, um, but just sort of tenaciously, it's trying to claw its way towards you. It's, it's not moving very fast at this point. And it's making the strangest buzzing noises. Um, 
almost like it's trying to communicate, but um, I mean, you don't, it's just buzzing noises as far as you're concerned. Heather, set it on fire. Say what? Set it on fire. All right. So I have the, um, I imagine you gave me the hairspray. I'm a 17 year old girl. I should get advantage with hairsprays. Mm. Just saying. So I start spraying that thing like there's no tomorrow. And, you know, uh, you know on fire. exactly. Uh, it, uh, it bursts into flame. Um, it makes some horrible twittering noises. But eventually, it stops moving. How is grandmother reacting as this is happening? Like, is she aware? Is she? Oh yeah, she's aware. Um, If grandma could cheer you on, I think that's exactly what she would be doing at this point. Um, After a few moments, the fire is, you know, covering the thing, and you can hear the popping and sizzling and the oddly lobster-like smell in the air and uh, the thing is no longer moving and it's dead. I'm going to run up to Rick and see if he's still, you know, dead. He's pretty badly injured. He's broken a couple legs and and so forth. Uh, so let me just give you sort of an aftermath of what happens. Uh, you do manage to all pile into uh, Rick's truck um, Heather and Brian both can drive. Um, so you drive into town. Uh, and the question is, what story do you tell the police? Now, you can pretty much guess that the sheriff and people like that, they know who you are, you know. So it's like they're going to believe you over some weird stranger. Of course, weird stranger's dead. I should also mention that that thing kind of melts and disintegrates eventually, very quickly. So what do you tell the outside world? I mean, their skin, like, came off. Well, Mama's still around. Yeah. Mama is eventually found. She's found a couple farms over. She's mentally kind of out of it, but with therapy, she, you know, is fixed mostly. She's got PTSD. Um, But a few months, you know, maybe a year of therapy and she's calmed down. She doesn't remember much except that her husband was murdered in bed right next to her. It was a wild animal. Daddy died protecting mom. Yep. Sheriff, you have to believe me. uh, Pa picked up some vagrant and and for whatever reason, the the person killed our father and we we had to do what we could to to fight it off. I don't know what it was doing. It it was doing something weird to 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 our grandma, and and I, I tried to shoot at it, but it it just wasn't enough. Papa was being a good Christian and loving his neighbor, like all good Christians should. And he he you just know Papa sheriff, you know Papa. He he just picked up a psycho killer who 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 ran away. 
just a psycho killer. Ultimately, it's decided that whoever murdered that other family, it was probably one of them. And of course, it's in the newspapers. And that's the way it's ultimately explained away. Um, But I think some months go by and you are uh, wherever you are, you're probably now living in Lawrence someplace. You don't go back to the farm. Um, you sell the farm. Uh, but you're getting your, your stuff together. Uh, Heather is, has turned 18, so she's legally allowed to sort of become your guardians and, and so forth. But after a few months go by, you are approached by somebody who looks like FBI um, but they kind of explained that there's some weird shit going on. And now that you've been exposed, they offer you a position ultimately in Delta Green to, uh, I mean, train you. You guys are young enough that they can train you. And Matt, you probably show them the weird gun. <laughs> and uh, the cube is eventually locked up tight someplace safe so that uh, they can't get to it anymore. And that's the end of our story. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. nice. That was I was going to say that Heather ended up dumping um, right, but oddly enough, um, she seemed to have come by a little bit of money that you guys really don't know, you know, the source of. So. Uh, <laughs> now you guys can tell your secret. Of course, Mark and Matt told their secret. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, they had been playing a very dangerous, <laughs> dangerous game. Uh, Brian, tell your secret. So I really didn't like Rick. I thought he was a piece of shit. And when he saw when I saw him take you away Heather to the barn to go make out. I broke into his truck and I stole the $500 that he kept in his glove box. And I stashed it behind my secret spot behind my bedside table. I didn't tell you cause I didn't like the son of a bitch. And to be frankly honest, seeing him get hurt after getting attacked by that monster didn't phase me one bit. I was just more worried about protecting you guys and my family. And for Heather, um, so that money was actually used to pay for some meth that Rick came by. Um, and that meth is coincidentally hidden in the barn. So when the boys start suggesting burning the barn down, Heather was a little bit freaked out. And Rick actually came because he was trying to um, well, get away from the drug dealers um, because he doesn't have the money to pay. Um, and that's why he, uh, he came by. Now, in the end, Heather may or may not have left the completely crippled Rick to, you know, deal with the sins of his crime and taking the money to take care of his, um, you know, siblings who clearly has no source of income, maybe. And, of course, Grandma's secret was that she was a badass Call of Cthulhu uh, (laughs) agent when she was a young woman. (laughs) Hell, yeah. She probably knows some of the people in Delta Green. Like, I bet probably does. Yeah. 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 Um, And it was, of course, the Miko that they were Mm. fighting against. So, Um, so, so the prisoner, like, 
never came around, right? It was just no. the Migo. In yeah, fact, okay. what what had actually that's another thing. What had happened was the Migos have been searching for a long time trying to find that stuff, and they narrowed it down to this area. And when your father came along, they were able to mind control him. So he wasn't acting like he normally would. They were controlling. That one was controlling him. When you sat down at the table and you asked the question, who are you? The creature didn't know what to answer. So it basically kind of glanced into your mind, Matt, and picked the name Chuck because it was in your head and said Chuck. So, yeah, it wasn't actually Chuck. That's great. So if different, uh, you know, uh, people ask the name, would he answer differently? Like if Heather asked, would he say Rick or would it still be Chuck? Uh, Good question. Yeah. 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 Because you want it to be Chuck because that makes Mm -hmm. them really nervous. Maybe their emotions are just so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You might not give any answer, you know. Um, So why the peeled skin? Like, why do they... Why do they peel skin? Because instantly when I heard that, I was like, skinwalker. I was like, oh, shit. Well, the Miko Miko can put on the skins of people in order to pretend. So it had done that with whoever the the homeless guy was. And then it did it with your father. And then it, it eventually just discarded that and came after you, the giant cockroach thing. See, I thought it was serpent meant for a while, but I've been listening to you guys' run of a two-headed serpent, so that might be why. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> you could easily have changed it into a yeah. serpent man, but I like the Miko because they're Wait, so, they're there, so there's insects. a Chuck right there that is still now, even now, waiting for letters that yeah. never come. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> never come. That's the true I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark... Mark and Matt reading dirty letters. <laughs> it just seems so awful, but it does seem like one of those weird things that the worst part is that nobody, nobody who's played the game so far has on their own come to the realization, wait, we're getting letters from the prison he knows our address. Yeah, no, didn't even didn't even think about it. And uh, so, in character, they're probably feeling really, really guilty. Maybe that you know they they like do they know eventually that wasn't Chuck? Maybe, yeah. Um, in any case, it's not likely Chuck was going to get out of prison right. anytime soon. All right, let me go ahead and finish it, and then we can oh. talk some more about it. <clears throat> Uh, our players included Billy Chung, uh, Alex Sun, Dakota Smith, and Kent Blue, with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. 
This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game.